Welcome to the Gut Goddess Show, a podcast for women who are fed up of being tired, bloated, and riding the hormonal roller coaster. This is for you if you're ready to create a better belly and gut health, balance your hormones, and create a more peaceful, happier mind. I'm Kezia Hall, your host, holistic nutritionist, coach, mom to young kids, trauma thriver, science and holistic geek, and this show explores my three-part methodology, the three F's for feeling good, food, feelings, and function. So if you're ready to create pain-free periods or ditch the toilet, food, and IBS drama and just create a normal, joyful relationship with your body and with the food that you eat without overwhelm, restriction, or crazy health obsession, this is the podcast for you and I am so glad that you are here. Let's get started with today's episode. So how do you transform your health when you are short on time or energy or money or all of the above? How do you create the change you want to see, the change in your hormones and in your belly and in your mind and in your energy? Uh, how do you create that if you feel like you're lacking in one of these resources? That is what we're looking at today. And I'm going to share with you a two-step process that is going to help you to move through these because I have I know from working with hundreds of people that if you feel like you're limited in time and energy and money, you'll really struggle to make progress. And if you want to transform your health, if you want to create change, then know that you're going to have to overcome obstacles in order to do that. You won't create and totally transform your hormones and get rid of your IBS, for example, without overcoming and walking through resistance. And this is one of the things that keeps people stuck the most is they really clear that they want things to change, but they're not willing to walk through the resistance or overcome the obstacles that gets in the way. And I don't mean that all of this stuff has to be like so hard and awful. It doesn't actually need to be, but there does need to be an awareness and a, and 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 you, for you to be conscious of the fact that if you're saying you want to create change and transformation in any area of your life, but we're talking about health, if you say you want to create change in your health, there will be obstacles. So you have to, with full awareness and consciousness, plan for how you're going to overcome those. And that's what I'm going to share with you in this podcast. Okay, it's gonna be really helpful. I'm gonna share with you the tools I use and that I use with my clients because I've worked with hundreds of people and who are short on time and working shifts or have six kids or working a full-time job and studying or have newborn children. I've worked with so many people with long COVID, fibromyalgia, ME, um, chronic fatigue syndrome. And so they literally are very limited in time. And I've worked with people that maybe have specific food budgets and can't spend lots on supplements and you know have monetary budgets going on and I've dealt with all of these things and there is so much hope for you and it can all still change you can get to where you want to be okay a couple of little life updates from me um my girls turned three I had twins three years ago if you listen to this podcast if you've listened to this podcast for a long time you'll be like no way that time's flown by yes it has dear listener yes it has it's got been both the slowest time of my life <laughs> and also the quickest. It's gone very, it's been very long, slow moments and all of a sudden they're three. So that feels like a new era. I feel like when they're three and above, it's different. You know, they're not really not babies anymore. Um, You know, they can take themselves to the toilet. They can't wipe their butts yet, but you know, that's progress. They can eat their own food. They can talk. And it's really fun getting to know their little their little souls and personalities. So we had a big party at the weekend and I made a gluten-free, sugar-full um, Paw Patrol unicorn cake. 
uh, it was meant to be a Paw Patrol bluey unicorn cake, but you know, <laughs> I kind of got rid of the bluey part. It was too much. Um, and it was really fun. So that's been a lot. I've been feeling quite emotional about it, to be honest. It's been, um, for loads of reasons, the last couple of years, having kids, having my son five years ago, and then two years after having the twins, it's just been really intense <laughs> and just a lot. So lots of celebratings going on there. And I booked myself for a big two hour massage this week to celebrate my body, to give some love to my body that birthed and created these twins three years ago. Um, cause my body did a great job um, and I'm, oh, I feel emotional. <laughs> what? The, honestly, I didn't think I was going to get emotional on this podcast. I thought we were on a neutral one. But I feel really grateful and really proud of myself. So that's my little update. Um, also went to Wales recently, which was very beautiful. Um, and I've been wrapping up some programs with clients, which has just been so encouraging. I'm trying, I'm thinking of two of my main clients right now, they're wrapping up and they both came to me with really different things. One with a lot of digestive issues, really uncomfortable, making a really uncomfortable and quite a lot of pain and discomfort and nausea. And then another client with long COVID, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, and mental health issues, um, weight gain, just all the things. So quite different, different lives, different stages of life, different circumstances. And it's just so awesome to see how these two different people, you know, one with young kids and, you know, family, that stage of life, one without kids and working and all the, you know, just two very different stages, how a holistic approach can actually, has really worked for them. Like it's really been helpful and helped them to figure out their root causes, feel better, remove pain, remove discomfort. So that now the symptoms they had when we started working together, when they were really struggling, are like hardly happening, like not a daily thing anymore. It's not the daily pain, the daily discomfort. Um, they're just totally minimal and will soon go away. Often with symptoms, you don't just all of a sudden, everything disappears. It's more like, so say you have a symptom that you have every day. So you have bloating every day. You don't just suddenly work. You don't just suddenly stop being bloated forevermore. What happens most of the time is you're not bloated for, you. instead of being bloated every day, you're bloated maybe once a week and then once every two weeks, and then once every three weeks, and then once a month, and then it's once every couple of months, and then it gets to the point where you actually can't remember when you were last bloated, um, because it's so irregular, it's basically not a part of your life, I'm like that now, I'm from having bloating and diarrhea every day, I couldn't tell you the last time, it's probably, the last time I was bloated is probably when I was flying, I tend to get bloated when I go in an airplane, I don't know, I blame it on the altitude, I don't, <laughs> I'm not quite sure why, but that that but it's not a part of my life. I don't think about it. It doesn't happen regularly. It's not even once a month. It just doesn't happen. Same with diarrhea. The only other times I would get diarrhea was if I'm on a run and I've had like too much like um, I don't know, just running. And then you get like paranoid that you know you're on a run and sometimes all the energy things that you have on a long run. This would be if I'm running for like an hour, an hour and a half, and you've had like all your glucose and electrolytes that can upset your tummy sometimes. So. Anyway, TMI, as always, always a bit of poo chat at the Gut Goddess show. Bet you didn't expect that update. Kezia's poo update. Well, there you have it. I don't actually believe in TMI. So um, anyway, I'll tell you about my clients, but we're wrapping up and it's just so fun to see. I mean, I know this works because I've done, I use my methodology and my approach that I do in Bloom for like it's 
it's the reason it's called blue. The reason I've created it is because I know it works. So I expect it to work. I don't start working with people if I don't, if I'm not really confident that they're going to see a really good return on their time and energy and money investment. But it's always just so fun to like celebrate people and just to see people be like, my life is so different, you know, because they're not in chronic pain, because they can lift things up, because they're not uncomfortable, they're not nauseous, whatever it is. So if you want to work with me, I'm taking on new clients. I've got space for three new clients to work with me in Bloom. And I would love to work with you about it. I created Bloom because I wanted to create something that actually worked. (laughs) that actually was going to work for you. Because I imagine if you're listening to this, you probably know a decent amount about health. You probably tried various things. Maybe it's elimination diets or protocols or supplements or probiotics. And maybe they've helped a little bit, but they've not helped the whole hog. And it's just disappointing. And then you're just left thinking, well, this isn't going to work for me, or it's this isn't for me, or this is never going to change. And that is not true. This can and will work for you. That's why I created it this way. There's long-term support so that we can Um, have accountability for habit change and routine change and lifestyle change. There's lab data. So we actually really get good quality data about what is going on with you and your body and your root causes. You have that mindset support because this isn't like have one session with me and then disappear. That's it. No, most of the people I work with need more support. We need mindset support, accountability. We need to, we also need to walk through a strategic and multi-layered plan of action. It isn't just about stop gluten, have a probiotic, ditch sugar. No, there's layers of this. When I'm creating a personalized plan with people, there's actually, you need several months to work through these layers to do the deep work. Because when you work with me, the goal is not that you keep working with me for like two years. God, no, no. Work with me for six months, really seek and create some shifts. And then you get to go on and live your life. You get to go on and bloom and flourish and live your life because you've done the work, you've gotten to the root of things, change things deeply, and then you can carry on feeling better. And that'll keep compounding, but like compound interest with your money. You know what works for you. You've done the, you've changed your foundations. And so you'll just keep on feeling better. So anyway, as you can tell, I'm excited about it. I'd love to work with you. If you want to know more about it, you want to just go and book your call. So you can do that at keziahall.com forward slash book. It doesn't commit you to anything. I genuinely would love to chat to you. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, it would be so fun. Um, so keziahall.com forward slash book to get started. It doesn't commit you to anything. There's no pressure, but it just means we can start looking at what does your program look like? What lab tests would we do? What potentially are some of your root causes? Like what's going on with your body and what are some of the steps ahead for you like just to create more clarity and that clarity might be working with me that clarity might be no don't work with me actually maybe this other thing would be better if you want to know more about the bloom program you can go to keziahall.com forward slash bloom so keziahall.com forward slash bloom but the main action you need to take is to book your call with me so I have these three spaces and I would love for you to have them because I know that 2024 is the year you get to bloom but I also know only you can decide to okay Right, let's dive into the show. Three main things that stop people that are like, that get in the way. You know how we talked about how often we're really clear on what we want to shift. We know we want things to shift. You know you want your belly to change. You know you want you to lose weight. Sorry, I don't know what's wrong with my eye. <laughs> I think I've got an eyelash in it. Um, you know, you're very clear on that. You want the IBS to go. You want your eczema to clear up. You want the excess hair and acne to fade away. You want the bloating to stop. You want to poo every day. You want to sleep better. You want your libido to increase. Like you're clear on what you want. That's often not hard for people. The problem is the actual 
shift, making it happen, getting rid of the IBS, clearing up your acne, losing the weight, ditching the chronic fatigue, overcoming long COVID, whatever it is. And what often gets in the way of that are these obstacles. So we're clear on what we want. We know where we want to be. We're clear on what we don't want right now. So what gets in the way? These obstacles. There's three different things. It's our time, it's our energy, and it's our money because these are our resources. So if we feel like poverty around any of those things, time poor, money poor, energy poor, then no matter how much we know we want something and no matter how clearly we can see where we want to be, like I want to be three stone lighter, I want to um, have a healthier thyroid, I want to have glowing skin, I want to be sleeping better, I want to have an easier menopause, That both those things can be so crystal clear if, but they, you'll be blocked if these obstacles are in the way. And a lot of us are held back by all three of them. So I'm gonna, we're gonna dive into it because the way that you create a shift is you need to remove the resistance. You can't push a boulder across a field if you've got another big boulder in the way. And that's what a lot of us are trying to do. We're trying to change our health and actually never address some of the key obstacles that get in the way. And a lot of these, some and a mixture of these obstacles is a mixture of practical, circumstantial facts and a mixture of mindset stuff. Because money's a great one. Sometimes people will automatically assume, Kezia, I can't work with you. No, look, they'll look at my prices. It's not what they expect. They're like, oh, it's too expensive, which I, I know it's an investment, but I don't think it's expensive at all. Like if you transform your health, I mean, it is a bargain, but... I get that people think that, it makes total sense. Um, and often there's twofold fact. They might physically, if they do the maths, they might not be able to afford monthly repayments. So this, the offer I have at the moment, the monthly repayment would be like 180, 200 because they're already at a shortfall. So that's like the facts of their circumstances. They maybe aren't work. If we take an extreme benefit, example, they don't work on benefits. They have no other income within their family unit, within their, the unit that they live in facts that's not going to be possible fine totally fine makes sense but sometimes that's not the proof some someone will say it's an obstacle because like oh i can't afford it it's far too expensive but the reality is when they add up what they spend on wine and eating out on new clothes that's easily more than that monthly repayment right so it's actually not about the facts it's about the mindset around it it's about the constant poverty thinking feeling poor around money even if they actually have more than enough for the things that they need and that often not always but that often has nothing to actually do with the money it has to do with the mindset around it so let's start first with time don't have enough time don't have enough time so we're going to with all of these obstacles we're going to address the facts we're going to address the mindset we're going to address the practical situations and we're going to address mindset. I'm going to give you some tips on how to deal with those so that you can just like blow resistance out of the water. Because if you're wanting to create shifts and change, remember there will always be resistance. So it can be it can be really helpful for you just to be aware of that and remember that because on a day-to-day -day basis, if you're trying to create change, the brain doesn't love change. It'll rather keep you where you are now, even if that's in a more sick, fatigued state, than create change because change is the unknown. So there's always gonna be resistance. So instead of making that mean something, just know that it's coming, know that it's there. And these things are gonna kind of help blow all of that resistance out of the water, okay? So no time. 
let's look at the facts of that. So I'll just use myself as an example. I have three really young kids, twins, and a toddler. I had three kids in two years. So don't have a lot of time. Tick. Hi, Melanie. Then there's also, um, I run my own business. I was a holistic nutritionist. And last year, I also started working for charity because that just felt, I was really, wasn't the plan. I felt really led to do it. That's just how, what I've ended up doing. So now I have really young kids and I have two jobs and a house and I like to eat healthy food. I also trained for a triathlon last year. So I needed to run, swim, cycle every week, do walk on my core strength, you know, all of the things that are a part of that. So practically speaking, the facts are I don't actually have loads of time. Like I don't have oodles amount of time. So what I do with that is I'm really aware of that and I'm really intentional. So, um, for example, in the evenings, I'm really aware of the time frames that I do have. So I really maximize on that. So I put all my kids into bed for seven. We've kind of sleep trained them to do that from quite a young age because that's just what I knew I needed based on what life and time to myself. So we do that. It's not very fun. Between five and seven o'clock in my household is pretty hellish because everyone's exhausted having dinner, but we do that. And then I really maximize in the evenings. I do have time then. I have time to relax. I have time to rest. I might have time to catch up on some extra work, time to meditate, time to journal, time to feel my feelings, time to book in a therapy session, go get a massage, have a yoga, these kind of things. So you've got to look at the facts. If you're feeling short on time, don't look at the practicalities. Look at your calendar. Spend a couple of days tracking what you're actually doing with your time. Because there's lots of things I don't do. I don't actually watch a lot of mindless TV. I don't um, I, I don't like knit, for example. There's nothing wrong with knitting. I'm not saying that's a waste of time. But I'm very strategic with how I spend my time. So if you're struggling with time, look at the time you're spending. Because I've had people say to me, when I look at their life, I'm thinking... And they're saying to me, they don't have enough time. I'm like, that is categorically not true. You may be work and then you have no other commitments other than your work. So, but in their head, they don't have enough time. Again, this is where the facts and the mindset come into it. So really think about, so I don't have time to exercise. Mm, it's probably not true. You probably do have time. So really it's a mindset issue. It's not, so Let's just start with telling ourselves the truth. We have these three resources and you might think, I don't have time, don't have enough money, don't have enough energy. Tell yourself the truth, first of all. So first thing you've got to do with all these, is that true? Do you have the time? And maybe you don't, like, I don't actually have the time to exercise for like an hour and a half, meaning driving half an hour to go to the gym, a 45 minute class, getting changed in the gym thing, having a shower and driving back. I don't actually have time for that. I do have time for 30 minutes of exercise in the house. So that's what I do. Or a local like gym class that's like a five minute drive away. I do have time for that. So tell yourself the truth with your time. Do you actually have time? Yes or no? First thing, assessment. Because you might have a really hectic schedule. You might work shifts. You might have several jobs. You might have this kid here, this kid here, this kid here. You might have other caregiving responsibilities. Your time, your constraints might actually be limited. That's that's totally possible for many of us. There's constrictions there. So first of all, tell yourself the truth and look at, oh, okay, where do you actually have time for the things that matter to you? Because essentially, like the spoiler of all of these things is we do make time 
we do give our resources to the things that matter to us. So say the simplest example is thinking about it like a parent and, you know, they don't have any time to take themselves to the doctor, but they'll take their kids to the doctors. They might not take themselves to the dentist, but they'll take their kids to the dentist. Why? Because often they value that more than themselves, which is weird. (laughs) So time, tell yourself the truth. And then mindset wise, often if you're struggling if you're feeling like I don't have I don't have time to exercise, for example, it's often not really got to do with your time. It might be, might be, and then you just need to do some strategic problem solving. It's often to do with a much deeper mindset thing. You either feel annoyed because you have to exercise and there's a, this bit of rebellion going on, or you don't think that you're worth it. A lot of these things do come down to your self-worth, actually, you know, or come down to being able to think about the bigger picture of your life. Like if you never move your body, you never exercise, you're not going to have a long and healthy life. That's literally what the research says. (laughs) So it's, it's really comes down to some of these choices. If you don't have time to eat healthy, it's going to infect, it's going to affect the length and quality of your life. Again, that's just what the research says. So why would you not spend, why is that not a valuable thing to invest in? It's not a valuable thing to invest in if you're not valuable to invest in. If your time, if you are not worth the time investment, if you are not worth the energy investment, then it's going to be really difficult. And often, not all the time, but often these these resistances, these obstacles really come down to some deep things around you're just not worth the effort there's no point. You're not worth it. Why would you invest that? You invest, you'd invest the money in other people. You'd invest the time in other people. You'd invest the energy in other people. Of course, of course you would. But if you don't do it to yourself, why is that? It's probably because you don't value yourself as much as you do other people, which is sad. And that needs to change. If you want to create change, that is the crux is that you, how you feel, your health needs to become important. It needs to become a priority. It needs to become something you invest your time or your energy or your resources or something into because the only change comes with investment. It comes with momentum. So let's look about um, energy. I don't have energy because this is really true. A lot of people I've worked with um, have like chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, ME, long COVID, fatigued, burned out, have young kids, living with illness, just a a lot of things. So they literally, like practically speaking, their mitochondria, which is what makes energy in the body, is maybe being a bit sluggish and they're not actually producing um, the energy that they need. Um, Oh, I'll I'll answer your questions, Melanie. Sorry, otherwise I'll I'll get distracted. But I will answer that. Um, They're not actually creating energy. So that's a really practical thing we need to deal with. And it is a bit of a, it is, it often gets people a bit stuck where they're like, I maybe want to work with you, Kezia, but I don't have energy to make my breakfast. (laughs) Never mind. Do all the things you're going to tell me to do and change everything in my life, which FYI, I don't actually, (laughs) don't actually get people to do, but that's what people think. They think if they're going to come and work with me, they have to be, change every single aspect of their food and life and everything, which isn't actually true. We work really strategically, but So you have to look at energy. And if you are someone who is actually struggling with energy, then you need to get really clear and really disciplined about the changes and actions you take. 
often when people are really burnt out, it's because they normally go all in on stuff. They do all or nothing. You need to stop doing that. And if you're really struggling with your energy, you need to implement one thing at a time. So it might be that after this week, you implement what I talk about sleep and you start going to bed an hour earlier. That's it. That's all you focus on because you don't actually have the energy to try and change 10 things. So you focus on one thing. Then you do that for a week, two weeks, three weeks, however long it takes you for it just to become a bit of a no-brainer. It's not as draining to think about. You don't have to be as intentional. You're just naturally starting to go to bed earlier. Then you would do the next thing. Then the next thing might be eating protein with every meal. Okay, so that maybe feels a bit bigger because you've got three meals in a day. So that's three choices in a day. Okay, so... You might start, then you start to do that for a month. You start eating protein with every meal for a month. So when it comes to energy, if you are genuinely restricted with energy, chronic fatigue, long COVID, burnout, your actual ATP production is impaired, which it is with a lot of people I work with, it's very common. Then, and also when you, if, also that's when it's really helpful to work with someone like me because what I would do then is a bit of firefighting and we do a couple of key supplements, key tests, key changes where we can just increase your energy by about 20, 25% within a couple of weeks so that you actually have more energy to, to do the program, essentially. And um, that's always how I work with it with like my more burnout, chronic fatigued clients. You have to be really strategic and every action someone takes, you have to be clear that you're gonna get a return on that action. If you're making a change and you're really exhausted, you need to know that that change is gonna you're gonna is gonna give you more energy. It like it needs to work because you don't have energy for it not to work, which is often what um, does get in the way of people. They're like, I've tried stuff, Kezio, and I tried really hard, but I was already tired and it didn't help me. It didn't help, and I've just wasted the little energy I had on something that didn't work, which is annoying. Twenty twenty four is your time to bloom. It's your time to be done with feeling dull, foggy, frumpy, fat, sore, uncomfortable, or just limited by your symptoms in your body. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, which I know some of you have, and I'm so glad that you're here, I want to invite you to come and bloom with me. I have transformed my one-to-one program, and now my signature one-to-one six-month private program is called Bloom, and I'm taking on new clients right now. This is for you if you are struggling to see results on your own and you're just ready, you just know that you want to become the most radiant, confident, happy person that you can be. You want to feel at home in your body. You want to feel it a healthy way. You want to feel just good without pain, being able to do things and no longer feeling limited by your symptoms, by your lack of confidence, by body image issues, by pain, by toilet issues, hormone drama. You just want to feel good. Bloom is my six month premium program for people that are ready, like totally ready to be done with all the health drama, but they know they need guidance, they need strategy, they need support, they need personalized data. That is what Bloom is for. It also now includes an in-person retreat if you wanna come to that, and I am currently taking on new clients. The way you get started is just to book your free clarity call. It doesn't commit you to anything. I would honestly love to chat to you. Even if you decide not to work with me, that's totally fine. Um, You head to keziahall.com forward slash book to book in your free clarity call, and I would love to speak with you. This isn't a will it work for you. It's really about if you're ready. I know this can work. A holistic, 
personalized nutrition and lifestyle approach can work for you. I've seen it time and time again. The question is, are you willing to decide to bloom? Are you going to allow yourself to become the most healed, radiant, confident and happiest version of yourself? And if that's you and I feel like the right person for you, keziahall.com forward slash book to book in your free call or you can go to keziahall.com forward slash bloom b-l-o-o-m to find out all the details and the payment plans also if you sign up soon there'll also be a special discount and dis- extended payment plan so i'd love to chat with you keziahall.com forward slash bloom and i'll speak to you soon so the practical side of energy and then when it comes to the mindset is i'm just too tired again sometimes it's just because this is a worth, it's worth what thinking about this aspect is that you just don't want to. And that's okay. Like you just don't want to. So sometimes that comes up with health. People, I don't have time. I don't have energy. I don't have money. It might just be, you don't actually want to. You don't want it enough. We spend our time, our energy, our money on the things we really want. If you don't, if you're not really that bothered about sorting out your IBS that's okay that is totally okay it's not if that's not a priority for you completely fine but you won't take action on it if it's not that important to you if that makes sense so that is one aspect I think sometimes we we feel this pressure to be incredibly healthy but if you don't if you're not really that bothered then you're probably not going to take action on it and that's that's okay it's okay if you don't want to fix everything. It might not be the time. It might not be a priority. You know, when after, after I had newborn twins, my priority in those first few months wasn't like weight loss. That was not, and that was not on the, t- like not at all a priority. Not at all. It wasn't, st- to be fair, there was a period of time where it became a bit more of a priority, but even priority, I wouldn't say it's a strong word. It's about what you want. Even now, I am like, I'm a healthy size, but I could be thinner than I am now. But why am I not? I can't be bothered. I don't really want it. I don't really want to be like a size 8, 10. I think I'm like a size 12. I don't really know. All my clothes are different sizes. But if I really wanted to be, I could be. But the fact is, at this point in time, I reserve my right to change my mind. At this point in time, I don't want to be a size 8. So I don't take action on that. It's simple. And that's fine. It's fine. You know, so we talked about energy, we talked about what do you actually want? Because you might just need to let yourself off the hook. Maybe this year you're like working full time, you're studying in the evenings and doing your master's and you're doing a housework. Like there's just, and your health just isn't a priority. That's okay. Just take the pressure off. Don't just acknowledge that. Be okay. It might be another time. That's okay. It's okay. <laughs> the next thing, um, what we talked about, we talked about time, talked about energy um, oh, and money. We kind of talked about that a little bit at the beginning, but there is a big one because this will affect, obviously, if you want to come and work with me, this plays a role, but also if you're just wanting to buy more vegetables, eating crap is often cheaper, sadly, sadly. And that's a whole other conversation that I'm not going to talk about here in terms of the economics. Anyway, but eating more veg, eating organic broccoli. My, my kids love cucumber, right? And it's an easy vegetable to give to kids. Super easy. So I like to get organic cucumbers. And my kids go through, we maybe go through like six cucumbers a week. It's ridiculous. So, you know, an organic cucumber is more expensive than an unorganic cucumber. 
right? So I could look at that and be like, oh, I don't have the money for that. Money for eating more vegetables. Maybe you want, maybe you're like listening to this being like, I need to eat more protein, but protein is more expensive, right? Pasta is cheaper than eggs. Pasta is cheaper than chicken. Pasta is cheaper than salmon. It just is, right? So you, some of the, and, and so the money conversation isn't just about whether or not you work with me, because I know that's not for everyone and that's totally fine. I'm, I'm, you'll know if I'm for you and you'll know if I'm not. That makes sense. That's totally fine. But this will affect eating more protein. You might be like, well, I don't have the money for that, Kezia. It might be about, you know, actually we need to go and get some counseling and therapy, but you're like, I don't have the money for that. You might really know you want, you need some supplements. You hear me harp on about vitamin C or you've been to the doctors and you know you have low vitamin D, but it's the money for that. So again, we need to look at both. So first of all, you need to tell yourself the truth about your money. The easiest way to do this is to um, look at what you've been spending in the last month. Some of you might be like, of of course I do this all the time, Kessia. I do that. I do this. I'm quite a data, as you can tell, I'm quite a data oriented strategic person. So I know exactly what I spend my money on. And when I look at what I spend my money on, it reflects my values to me. It's very simple. So as you can imagine, I spend a fair amount of money on uh, food because food is value to me. I spend a fair amount of money on childcare because I have three young kids. And that what's that value that's telling me I value my work and my career and those kind of things. That's fine. That's one of the values I have. Spend, we give a fair amount of money to charities each month. Again, reflecting out my values. My business gives money to charity. We as a family give quite a bit of money to charity. You know, it's, so if you're, if money, if you always feel like, oh God, it'd be so much easier to get healthy if I had more money. First, tell yourself the truth about your financial situation. What are you spending your money on? Because when you look at and put into categories what you spend your money on, eating out, clothes, food, stuff on Amazon, your mortgage, your bills, your car repayments, your, you know, just all the things. We, you know, whatever it is you spend your money on, holiday payments, credit cards, all these things, that's your values reflected back to you. So really, it's really simple. Money's really clear like that, which is so handy. So it might be that you, and and also you need to know the facts, right? Can you actually buy organic cucumbers each week? That would probably cost you it costs me maybe five pounds more, let's just say, to buy organic cucumbers rather than unorganic cucumbers. Can I afford that? Practical, does the math add up? Or do I really need to save that 20 pounds a month? Facts, facts around money. Um, but most of the drama, most of the drama around money is mindset because money, I'm actually starting a new podcast where I'm talking about money because it's. I just find it fascinating, isn't it? It's just so... It's like when we talk about money, we just, everybody gets so emotional and very reactive and very defensive and like, no, you don't know my situation. I really, and you're like, oh, okay, okay, okay. I just find it totally fascinating. Um, and but the, often it's the mindset with money. And again, really, if we're thinking about it, it can be, it's never been modeled to us. Women, like I talked about in one of the other workshops, Women having full ownership around and autonomy and sovereignty around money is a really new thing. I didn't see, like, I remember my grandma asking my granddad for permission to go to the shop to buy more groceries because they'd eaten them all. I remember her not, you know, having to ask permission to get flowers for her to put in her garden because she had a great garden. And my granddad never, there was never that, it was, 
you know, I we have joint finances in 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 uh, with my husband, and so obviously we have conversations about our investments. But I'm never asking him for permission. I'm I'm talking it through like I would do with a business partner, if that makes sense, like a co-founder of a business. Like this is how are we how are we delegating our resources? But it's not like my grandma used to have to ask permission to go and get extra flour and salt from the shop because my granddad was an alcoholic and had drank in away the other money, you know, in the pot, as it were. He never asked permission about how he spent the money. Both of them earned the money. They both worked. So that's that's the history we come from with money. So you can see why it gets really messy and tangly, isn't it? And we all of a sudden we have these visceral reactions of like, no, I can't afford that. No, I couldn't possibly spend that. No, that's ridiculous. Oh, I can't believe how expensive organic broccoli is. Or can't believe how ex- that. it's it's unethical what Kezia charges or what the counselor charges or a therapist charges or whatever. It's just notice those reactions because those are not, not often actually about the maths. They're about something much deeper. And, and I just think it's really interesting. And you just need a lot of curiosity and a lot of awareness around that. So first of all, tell yourself the truth with money. Because it's, you, you need to know, C- can you actually spend 20 ma- more pounds a month on cucumbers? Yes or no? Some months I can't, so I don't. Some months I do, so I do. <laughs> it's, re- it's really simple. There's no drama there. No drama. The drama comes with the mindset stuff. That's where things become like, you know, sometimes people get in real decision fatigue about working with me. And I've had clients literally say, I've sat down, I've done the maths, I've done the spreadsheet, I've forecasted out, I can afford the monthly repayments. I've done that, I've chatted it through with my partner. We both agree it's a great decision because obviously most of the time in a loving relationship, your partner wants you to be well. They're gonna be like, please be well. <laughs> also because things like when you get better, your libido increases, you have more energy, you know, so your partner will always benefit <laughs> from you being well. So it's often, it's very rarely like some partner saying, no, you are not allowed woman. It's not, it's, it's, it's in our own minds. And I remember a client literally being like, I've done the math, I've chatted through my husband. They're really, we figured out a way to make it work. Problem solving. We're both, you know, both in agreement with this. Um, But she's like, I'm still, it feels, I'm so scared. It feels like such a waste of money. I don't know if I should do it. I don't know if it's the right time. I don't know if it's fair. I don't know if I'm allowed it was so interesting, so interesting all this. And she was aware that that was coming up, even though she had done the facts, she'd done the finances. And I'm talking about money here, but this actually also applies to all the other areas. You know, all of these resources, often if you root them back, it can be similar, similar um, reasons. So I hope that is helpful because it, it's really difficult to create shifts if you have these big three obstacles in the way. You won't actually change your health if you're really committed to the belief that you have no time, you have no energy, and you have no money. And you're really committed to staying disempowered around your time, money, and energy. Things won't change. If you're more committed to your poverty in your time, energy, and money, if those are if 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 you're really committed to the idea that you are lacking in all of those areas and that's not going to change then it's really difficult to create the shift. You have your, in order, you need to move those obstacles out of the way, otherwise you can't carry on your path, can you? You're on the path, things can change. You can 100% get to where you wanna be, 
You really can. You are on your path. Your body has the software. It has the technology you it needs in order for you to get to where you want to be. So it's like you're on the path. You can see the end. It's coming. It's there. You know it might you know you know it might be some ups and downs to get there, but it's there. But if you don't get rid of these massive boulders in the way, you're just going to spend another year, two years, three years looking and going, I really want to get there. I really want to get there. I'm not, I'm still here. I really want to get there though. But if you're so committed that you have no time and you're not willing to look at that and you don't look at the facts of that, you don't look at the mindset with it, things won't change. If you're really committed to the idea that you have no energy and don't, you know, and I do, and I have empathy for all of those things. I have had no, I currently don't have loads of time. I current, I've been chronically fatigued and in pain. So I've not had the energy and I've 100% not had the money, like practically not had the money and also had a lot of drama around money as well. I've, I've ticked the boxes of all of these things. That's why I can speak to them so plainly. I have fully faced all of these obstacles um, but I just don't want you to. I want you to kind of shift through them quickly so you can get to where you can get to where you want to be. So have a think. And I'd love to know in the comments, which resource do you feel like holds you back most? Is it time? Is it money? Is it energy? Let me know. I'd love to know which one feels like the, the one that always comes up. Oh, if I just had more time, if I just had more money, it'd be so much easier if I had money. It'd be so much easier if I had energy. And and in some ways, yes, it would. It would be easier if you had more energy. It would be easier if someone just like gave you a million pounds. It probably would be easier if you had all the time in all the world. So it's, I'm not saying it's not, but it can be really helpful. Which resource do you feel like um, is your most, is the one that's a struggle? And I do th actually think sometimes, yeah, Melanie's saying energy, energy. Yeah, I do. I've worked with so many people with low energy and an energy is one of the few ones that is sometimes far more biochemically based than mindset based, if that makes sense. So sometimes when you have low energy, you can feel really patronized because people are like, just get off your butt and do something about it. And you're like, I, I literally can't. Um, I think that's why what is really difficult when you're living with long COVID, chronic fatigue, ME, fibromyalgia, all the things. I've worked with so many people that struggle with those. Um, and that is really when you need to get really clear on what the problem is and then really strategic about uh, the actions you take so that you can change that quite quickly, if that makes sense. I always do that with clients. I call it firefighting, but we, we figure out what are some of the quick wins we can do to increase your energy quite quickly so that you have more energy to play around with to look at your overall healing and recovery because that is it is really tricky um and it's also really I bet all of them are tricky it's also really tricky I remember when my like I was living off of like my entire income was like 450 pounds a month so that was also tricky but it, you know I ate a lot of beans <laughs> and made my own like kefo and just are you wondering what the heck is going on with my body what is with the bloating the hormonal roller coaster, the pain, the fatigue, your inability to lose weight. And you know you want things to change, like that, you're very clear on that. You want something to change, but you have no idea what direction to head in. You read stuff, you listen to stuff, but how do you know where to begin? How do you know where to start? What's the first steps? 
If that's you, then I want to give you some answers within the next 10 minutes. Go to keziuhall.com forward slash quiz to do the free gut goddess quiz. And I'm going to point you in the right direction, give you three things that are going to help you help your symptoms and get you started so that things feel clear, doable, and that you can actually see some big shifts. So go to keziuhall.com forward slash quiz, complete the quiz, then come back and listen to the rest of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you haven't left me a review yet, please go to iTunes, scroll down, look at ratings and review and give me a five-star review and leave a few comments. It really helps the podcast to reach more people. And if you want to know more about anything I mentioned in the podcast, you can go to the show notes at keziahall.com forward slash blog. And I would love to hear from you if you have any other questions. And please share this podcast with anyone that you know that you find helpful. Screen share it, put it on Instagram, Facebook, put it in your WhatsApp groups, screenshot it, share it with a friend. The more people that hear about this show, the merrier, because more and more women need to know how good they get to feel.